welcome to your UA Light Celestial Insight. Welcome to the 2023 Eclipse Season and to your 2023 Eclipse Season Guide filled with collective and personal astrology breakdowns, horoscopes, and channel divine wisdom through the tarot about the two new moon solar eclipses and two full moon lunar eclipses of the year 2023. We'll review how all four eclipses could impact you personally according to your zodiac sign and where they take place in your chart. And we'll go over some psychic spiritual guidance in the form of channeled angel number messages and tarot insight on what may be resolving or coming to a close for you and what blessed new beginnings could be sparked for you related to these eclipses. So subscribe to the channel and like this video. And let's get into your UA Light Celestial Insight. First, let's recap what these lunar phenomena are. New moons occur when both the sun and the moon conjunct or meet each other in their orbits, typically around the eve of the sun moving into a new sign and us beginning a new zodiac season. And this is why they mystically mark a 30-day portal for spiritual manifestation and new beginnings. Full moons occur when the sun and the moon oppose each other while located in opposite sister zodiac signs. So the full moon is a product of the moon being fully illuminated by the sun while across from each other. And so just like the sun opposes the moon and exposes this otherwise dark side of the moon because they are stationed in sister zodiac signs that oppose and mirror each other, this opposition, as we call it in astrology, is also about illuminating the esoteric teachings, the shadow lessons, and the tensions of these signs being mirroring similar opposites. And so during full moons, similarly, our subconscious fears are illuminated, emotions are stirred, and sometimes tensions occur and even reach a boiling point in our lives for us to examine, resolve, and bring closure to something. And the things that we feel and experience often correspond to the thematic character of these sister zodiac signs being at odds or opposition, and the corresponding energetic themes and lessons we are essentially being asked to master in an area of our life for our soul to evolve and for us to experience more growth and ease. And so if you didn't know, in astrology, oppositions give us these things to work through, and they present us problems that give us opportunities to do shadow work and integrate spiritual lessons. So let's also quickly review the meaning of eclipses and the lunar nodes, specifically the lunar nodes for this year that essentially correspond with the eclipses. So for this 2023 eclipse season, which 
begins on April 20th, Themes and Lessons of the Aries and Libra Polarities in the Taurus and Scorpio Polarities are highlighted and may affect areas of your life according to where you have Aries and Libra and Taurus and Scorpio located in your natal houses. On a sort of scientific and esoteric level, eclipses are thought of as essentially upping the ante of the full moon, right? Because they are rarer, happening about four to seven times a year, and because the energy is thought to be amplified and more concentrated, right? Sparking these six months and more of changes because eclipses essentially occur along the lunar node points where the sun, the moon, and the earth all line up in a way that creates these cosmic scale color and shadow shows in the sky. That's the sort of easiest way to explain it. And these new moon solar eclipses happen during a new moon phase when the moon is essentially located between the sun and the earth and blocks the sun from our view on earth. And so during a full moon lunar eclipse, the earth is positioned between the moon and the sun where the earth's shadow actually obscures the moon. And so we don't see moonlight. However, the sunlight passes through Earth and it reflects some wavelengths of light onto the moon. And this ends up turning the moon these striking red orange colors over the course of a few hours. Eclipses generally happen in a consecutive set corresponding to the lunar nodes. For example, an Aries new moon being followed two weeks later by a Libra full moon, its sister sign. And sometimes these consecutive new and full moon eclipse sets happen in a series of three, like the Taurus Scorpio series, and where they mostly occur within the seasons that correspond to where the lunar nodes actually are. But not always, and this year is an example. For our 2023 eclipse season, our four eclipses include the first set of eclipses along the Aries-Libra axis, manifesting as both of the new moon eclipses for the year that will happen six months apart as opposed to consecutive new and full moon pairs, right? And then the final set of eclipses in the Taurus-Scorpio series of eclipses that began in 2022, happening as both of the full moon eclipses of the year, also six months apart, as opposed to being consecutive new and full moon pairs. And so this year is an example of when eclipses are not neatly grouped together in their sister pairs along their um, axes this year, as you can see. But given that the lessons and themes of the Aries and Libra polarity and the Taurus Scorpio polarity are generally really similar, and given that both 
Aries and Scorpio are ruled by Mars, while Taurus and Libra are both ruled by Venus. This actually lends to a really neatly aligned journey of bringing long-awaited and complementary sort of closures, resolves, and positive new beginnings related to the issues of personal identity and personal authority, and then money and relationship dynamics that may have been ongoing in your life for many years. This year's eclipse season really plays a role in this much larger cosmic decree, right? To do a sort of final purge to remove blocks and toxicity and to really revolutionize and realign dynamics of power, money, the economy, and relationships, courtesy of so many big planetary shifts, right? Like the end of the long Saturnian age with Saturn's move into Pisces, Pluto's move into Aquarius, and Jupiter's move through Aries and Taurus beginning next month, right? Which you can learn about by checking out the videos on this channel and in the description box below. But yes, this eclipse season is all about bringing long-awaited closure and resolve to issues related to personal identity, personal authority, and deep healing, and how these affect your independence, your money, asset, and relationship dynamics in your life. Dynamics that may have been ongoing in your life for over a year or even 10 to 15 years, right? And specifically um, in the areas of your life aligned to where Taurus and Scorpio align in your chart. And again, this is particularly because both full moon lunar eclipses of the year happen in these fixed signs, Taurus and Scorpio, while new beginnings will be happening in the areas of your life aligned to where the Aries and Libra axis is in your chart, since both the 2023 new moon eclipses will happen in these signs. And in general, Aries and Libra energies are all about bringing newness, positive personal transformation and independence, karmic personal victories, right? And harmonious and mutually beneficial relationships. Both the polarities of Aries and Libra and then Taurus versus Scorpio center on these lessons of how your self-awareness, your personal authority, your values, ethics, and self-worth shape your net worth, your investments, and commitments. It's really all about fairness dynamics, personal values, and the valuables within relationships. So the emotional and ethical values that inform or inspire the relationships and the shared values and assets and valuables that cohere the relationship. And then how reciprocity, fairness, and harmony are maintained. And when we break that down even more, of course, the emotional and ethical values and maturity of individuals have a direct effect on how reciprocity, fairness, harmony, and healthy interdependence are shaped and maintained related to the emotions and the assets and relationships. And further, 
the emotional and ethical values of individuals and healthy interdependency are all shaped by each person's sense of self-worth, their empowerment, confidence and self-security or insecurity, right? And also attachment styles that are informed by core wounds that may or may not be healed, right, from relationships and familial history. And so that's a really condensed but concise deep dive into the shadow work of it all. And so much of the astrology for the last 5 to 15 years, honestly, and especially these last few months, has been about bringing us to this moment in time of mass awakening, rethinking and healing of core conditioning, so that collectively we can really recognize all of the ways that lovelessness, lack, codependency, and enmeshment patterns, and unfair power dynamics are really sort of encouraged and enforced in every layer of society and truly in our closest relationships. And so these degrees and these particular lessons have been activated by the past Taurus and Scorpio eclipses and um, also the recent Aries and Libra moons as well, and also Saturn and Pluto, right? These big transits that have all been about these tensions of achieving healthy interdependency and cooperation for our collective highest destiny, right? And how that requires different negotiations of putting the self first versus the collective for some people and then vice versa for others, right? It's also about how that may require breaking free from toxic groupthink and forced and enforced toxic codependencies and group alliances and enmeshment patterns in family and any other group affiliations and relationships so that you move forward recognizing people multidimensionally and forming relationships based on core shared values and, you know, working towards these light-filled legacies and these new ways of being independent and free. And so these polarities are all about causing us to question our senses of emotional material and financial means of security and to really face concerns about choosing oneself and transforming personal worth into material worth without fear of what you're losing by walking away from any shared resources or communities and relationships where it's just full of risk actually it's full of toxicity or lovelessness and codependency or unfairness and abuse all due to the ways that we've been conditioned to to sort of accept the appearance of it being a more grounded and financially secure choice right the more comfortable and safe choice despite all of these things right and so it's about the faults of that sort of conditioning, right? And really, really, really doing a deep purge. And for others, right? It's also about, you know, the faults of even over identifying with 
you know, money and ambitions and these sort of external notions of success while perhaps neglecting spiritual growth and understanding. And so these eclipses are truly, and it's one eleven on the clock while I'm saying this here, uh, as I just looked up, it's about bringing everything into balance. And it's truly about the ways that we have to know ourselves deeply to connect healthily with others. And yeah, even in terms of thinking about how all of these major aspects of the organization of society and civilization are like being transformed right now in relationship to these really huge transits, right? Like government, the economy, everything. Everything is in a state of transformation and emergence and all of that transformation will take shape and can take shape in some really incredible ways but that is all dependent on how healed we are as individuals to be able to create a more healthy and sustainable societal structure of interdependency versus the one that we have now that is so full of all of these um, uneven, unfair, and unhealthy sort of relational and um, financial power dynamics, right? So enough of my spiel, right? But generally, right, this is truly, truly a time that is about healing deeply enough to know your inner values, to make choices that are aligned with those values, even if that means retreating from relationships that you've been accustomed to and risking aloneness um, and any sort of uh, relinquishing of any shared mutual resources in those relationships based on the unhealthy dynamics, right? Um, so that you can then be healed enough to attract and maintain powerful new faded connections and relationships with the people who are more aligned with your values and your long-term goals. And again, the ways that um, both of the new moons are aligned with the Aries and Libra um, zodiac signs, while the full moons are aligned with the medicine of the Taurus and Scorpio zodiac signs, it's truly about making clean breaks, about um, taking perhaps temporary losses, right, for long-term and fundamentally more harmonious and positive um, gains, right, that are in alignment with your highest destiny. And in general, eclipse portals are truly these times of opportunity for release, for reclamation, and rebirthing. And an eclipse portal is around the time of the grouping of eclipses, right? And so, as I mentioned, it's about a six-month-plus 
period of time where the eclipses often spark these abrupt new beginnings or closures of certain chapters. They spark changes that have this six month plus sort of butterfly effect of unfoldment <laughs> and or where they spark changes that just have fundamental deep long term or life changing impact. And from the dates above, you can see that the current, um, the Aries new moon and then the full moon eclipse, those are two weeks apart. And then the next set happens approximately six months later, right? In line with this portal duration. And so before offering, going into our specific horoscope and channeled spiritual guidance around how these eclipses may be impacting your personal experience this year based on your zodiac sign, let's briefly review a channeled angel number message that I got for the collective and then also the collective eclipse astrology predictions that are pretty short and sweet. A channel the angel number wisdom that came through for the collective is the number 1155. And this is a number that is a combination of two um, master numbers, essentially, that are related to new creation, innovation, and change, right? So we have uh, number one, which is all about new beginnings, and 11 being this sort of portal that is truly about new beginnings and inner strength and um, creating our realities with our thoughts, our beliefs, and actions, and stepping into the new, while five and the number 55 is truly about, you know, major life changes, you know, being again at a sort of portal of change that is related to you making these brave choices related to seeking your personal freedom and um, following your passions and your life purpose and truly serving your soul mission. And so angel number 1155 says to stick with your convictions and do not allow others to deter or hinder you in any way once you have made your final choice or decision. Only you know your true heart's desires and calling. Listen to your own intuition and look to new directions and opportunities with an open mind and heart. Angel number 1155 is a message to take charge of your own life, do things your own way, and make positive life changes to benefit yourself and those around you. Although you may fear the unknown, your angels ask that you trust these changes will be to your long-term benefit and advantage. Stay positive and optimistic about these impending changes and you will find that all will go smoothly. This angel number suggests that the timing is right to take on a new venture, project, and or direction and way of being. And a happy outcome and results will follow your positive expectations. You deserve some positive change to take place in your life. And this number encourages you to have the courage to be true to yourself and your life, your passions, and purpose.
So this was the channeled angel number that came through for the collective. And it absolutely aligns generally with the sort of lessons of these particular uh, zodiac signs and their polarities. And also with the particular wisdoms that are um, sort of being activated in relationship to all of the individual eclipse astrology aspects. So let's briefly run down what each eclipse actually means and what sort of astrological predictions could be associated with them. It is so incredible the ways that the channeled angel number sort of cosmic wisdom from the divine aligns with the true uh, sort of message of the Aries new moon solar eclipse that kicked off our 2023 eclipse season. And this Aries new moon total solar eclipse is truly about cranking up this, this sort of, um, energy of forcing us to walk through this portal of change, right? And, um, it was a rare lunar phenomena, truly, on so many different accounts, right? So it was considered a rare astrology phenomena because this eclipse was the second consecutive new moon in Aries following the previous new moon. Um, that was also in Aries on March 21st. So this made this new moon solar total eclipse a black moon. And black moons are considered auspicious, you know, sort of omens. And really a message to truly heed any lessons particular to a sign and to the astrology of an eclipse. While, you know, an eclipse is already like a sort of moon on steroids, right? And so everything is just amplified, emphasized all the more, right? Um, this message about new beginnings. And it is also emphasized by the fact that both of the new moons occurred at critical degrees. So the March 21st new moon fell on the zero degree. Again, all about this new energy and transformation related to identity, personal power, just everything and, and it being a portal, right? And then the, um, Aries new moon solar total eclipse fell at the 29 critical degree, the last critical degree of Aries as well. And so the two essentially bookended, you know, Aries season, right? And this sort of hybrid scenario is really uncommon. And it's something that hasn't occurred since uh, 2005. And it's, it won't happen again until 2041. It's weird to even say that number, but um, the major medicine of this Aries moon, uh, this eclipse, is really to take action on important initiatives pertinent to solidifying your independence. And it's all about taking your self-healing and understanding and um, also understanding and protection of your identity to a new level. And... Um, particularly the part about understanding and protecting your identity, that is critical given that the um, astrology of this Aries moon solar eclipse included the Aries sun, the moon, and Jupiter and the north node all being conjunct and square Pluto in 
Aquarius. And this Pluto in Aquarius transit is all about um, our relationship to the internet and protecting identity um, and cybersecurity. And then the Aries sign in general is also about identity. And so I'm definitely taking this again as a message to heed all of the talk, all of the um, sort of news and world events that you're seeing and witnessing related to um, cyber crimes, um, hackers, and um, personal identifying information and secure documents being leaked online. Like I'm getting that very clearly, right? <laughs> All right. And so additionally, um, the theme um, for that Aries new moon total solar eclipse is also about embodied wisdom for aligned action and future fortune. That is the sort of condensed theme and wisdom um, and medicine of this new moon. And with that, it's like this new moon is essentially sparking, you know, a sort of six month plus portal. Um, of receiving strong intuitive knowledge to really help deepen your healing and your higher understanding of yourself, uh, of your purpose, and uh, to deepen your relationship with the divine. And um, this could also have been experienced um, in terms of like just the sort of abrupt and immediate effect of this. It could have been experienced um, by the fire signs in particular, Aries, uh, Leos, and uh, Sagittarius uh, ruled folks as this uh, really strange and unexpected uh, occurrence of lethargy. Like just all of a sudden, having had no energy around this time of the eclipse, like from April 20th through through now even, right? Um, dealing with trying to find the physical energy, actually having had a sort of physiological um, response to the fact that the sun's vital energy was obscured right during this eclipse at a time where um, intuitive energies and sensitivity um, is heightening for people uh, who are fire signs right and so yeah, I have to say I experienced this personally. It is absolutely a part of the reason why this video is being published after the first eclipse, right? Um, but still in divine timing, right? Um, that is the sort of personal and experiential knowledge that I can share and, and sort of confirm about the ways that this eclipse is, um, having physiological, but also spiritual and just other sort of material effects, right? And so this eclipse is also about sparking a sort of season where um, in addition to receiving strong intuitive knowledge and even sort of like physical um, 
sort of like mystical experiences is going to be a time of receiving helpful resources to resolve practical affairs and plan and protect your future. So you can experience this related to um, receiving helpful knowledge and even connections, you know, that um, pop up to help you with any sort of practical things and any plans that you are making. Right, and so let's move on to the Scorpio full moon lunar eclipse. So, the Scorpio full moon lunar eclipse is going to be happening on May 5th, and this sort of major uh, theme and sort of wisdom or medicine of this full moon is about tests of spirit, strength, maturity, and character, right? And how tests related to all of these things, um, you know, are ultimately for your higher good. And this may, and given that this is the sort of last Scorpio full moon lunar eclipse out of the set, it will absolutely be about you experiencing a sort of liberating end to maybe some difficult karmic chapters, things that have been <clears throat> excuse me, ongoing for a very, very, very long time. Um, and that perhaps manifesting as like uh, victories in some area or you, again, related to the Aries uh, new moon eclipse, you beginning to get the sort of information, help, synchronistic events, um, information, whatever it is, that also helps you to bring a final end to some sort of difficult karmic chapter in your life. Um, maybe related to um, course completions, graduations, uh, promotions, ending and beginning a, a financial cycle, um, and cutting cords, you know, in uh, certain long-standing relationships or particular kinds of relationship dynamics that have perhaps been these sort of repeating cycles in your life, okay? And these things are these areas in your life having, you know, been tests of your spirit, your strength, your maturity, and your character, right? And you having survived that, you getting to this point now where you're able to understand from a higher perspective how many of these things were for your higher good. Now, given that uh, this full moon is uh, composed of the Taurus, Sun, Uranus, and Mercury retrograde all being in conjunction and then in opposition to the moon in Scorpio, right? Um, it also could mean things like surprising expenses or payouts, um, surprising reversals in certain decisions, surprising news, um, surprises or changes uh, or even resolves to any travel plans that you've been trying to make um, or even receiving info um, in general that is surprising that could be of a positive and or negative nature, right? So when you have uh, Scorpio in the mix, <laughs> this could definitely mean a sort of light on sort of taboo things or news or legal issues related to loss, theft, betrayal or vengeance, um, maybe security issues, whether it's cybersecurity issues or even in real life in terms of like loss and theft and betrayal, like, you know, loss in relationships. 
could also uh, shine a light on on any uh, things related to like private investigations, um, whether it's your own personal research into things of the occult or anything like that, um, you finding hidden information, or you even being involved in uh, having it in a private investigator and maybe beginning or ending that investigation, right, related to some sort of security issue. You could also highlight issues of abuse, um, issues related to health or health care, um, or criminality and scandals, right, that could be of a sexual, financial, or spiritual nature. These are some of the overarching sort of scenarios that often are aligned with this Taurus and Scorpio polarity, particularly a Scorpio full moon, right? Okay, and so in terms of, you know, just the lessons of all of this, it is just definitely going to be this mix of, you know, liberating into difficult karmic chapters or certain things being revealed and you being able to take action to bring something to an end, right? Or to a close, um, to end some sort of difficulty or problem solve something related to some kind of adversity, right? And uh, again, for many of you having survived reaching a point where you are seeing an end to a long cycle of having experienced adversity. So these will essentially be the primary themes, uh, scenarios, and events that perhaps unfold for you in certain areas of your life. Um, during this sort of six-month portal between this first set of eclipses until we begin the next set of eclipses in October. So whereas the first set of eclipses really sort of focused on things that you will be um, ending in terms of relationships and things that you will be beginning in your own personal best self-interest, the set of eclipses for October um, will very much be about more um, beginnings in more successful and harmoniously aligned partnerships, being able to see um, kindness, care, compassion, and uh finances repaid in kind in relationship to you having survived adversity, right? And ended a long karmic chapter of some sort of difficulty and um, beginning to see reward from any ventures um, that you began, um, being able to have an expanded understanding and view of your potential through partnership, through creativity, and a sort of newfound confidence that you have um, in whatever it is that you do, in however it is that you sort of inhabit the world um, and feel confident in your own sort of like self-identity um, and ways of presenting and relating unto others personally, romantically, and professionally, right? So that is really what the second set of eclipses in October are really about and how they sort of relate to the new moons and the full moons um, that begin the year. 
on October 14th, we have our Libra New Moon annular solar eclipse. And an annular solar eclipse is essentially that new moon solar eclipse when you perhaps see the ring of fire right around the moon as the moon um, covers almost the entirety of the sun, right? And that sort of fiery ring is exposed. And this new moon solar eclipse is happening at 21 degrees of Libra. And it is about sparking this period of time in your life where you may perhaps start to experience a simple and softer side of life, right? Related to um, there being all of this sort of Venusian energy truly amplified by the astrology, a time where you will see kindness, care, and compassion, and charm, um, and even financial reward, you know, sort of repaid and kind in your life, and you begin to experience a sort of charmed life, <laughs> and um, where you're able to see um, your sort of expanded potential through uh, partnerships and through creativity and you sort of embodying a sort of newfound confidence, right? And whatever it is that you do and a newfound confidence in the ways that you inhabit the world in terms of like your personal identity, your um, aesthetics, your relationship to self-care and beauty, how much you take care of yourself, how you present yourself, and how you relate to others in the world. And this is absolutely based on the astrology. This new moon eclipse is composed of the Libra sun, moon, and Mercury all being in conjunction with each other. And in conjunction with some lucky fixed stars in the cosmos that are related to um, prosperity from work, right? Um, and leadership and creative power and wealth, fame, honor, glamour. And so this is absolutely about um, charm, and connection essentially being the currencies of success, right? And so this means that you will absolutely begin to align and find more faded and harmonious partnerships in all area of your life, um, personally, maybe romantically, but absolutely um, in terms of business relationships and contracts in a time where the sort of um, Venusian and even luxury industries will be seeing a big boom, right? And where people in those industries will be experiencing success in their ventures, and ventures related to the helping professions, health, wellness, compassion, care, um, unique and authentic creative expression, right? Beauty, and even astrology. Now, I definitely don't want to, um, under acknowledge the fact that eclipses can also bring crises, right? Um, that require, um, you know, crisis management first before perhaps experiencing these things. So it also could be that, um, you, 
people in these industries experience some kind of crisis as well. Jupiter is going to be moving through Taurus at this time, and there's a lot of complexity to this transit. And so you can definitely look at the Jupiter and Taurus video that is releasing here on this channel as well for more information. But Again, it could absolutely be a time where maybe there are um, crises or issues that in these industries that uh, people have to uh, problem solve, right, and uh, try to rebound from. Um, but again, that also ultimately leading to some sort of... Um, Something positive, right? In terms of leadership ability, leadership qualities being enhanced, um, you getting some sort of divine wisdom that helps you to also create something new, right? Be resourceful, be inventive, um, and be able to tap into your creative and entrepreneurial, um, and, and collaborative leadership power, right? Um, these are some of the things that are, um, sort of brought to the surface because again, with the Libra, uh, placements, all of this is going to be in opposition to the Aries, right? Uh, the Aries, uh, fixed stars and, um, degrees related to the degree of the full moon as well, right? And so, again, it could be a mix of things, but ultimately it is overwhelmingly positive, right? In terms of from this point, <laughs> there uh, being a six month enfoldment um, of then being able to see the reward and some sort of positive resolve, right? And in, in these areas. And on the 28th, again, we have that Taurus full moon lunar eclipse. And the particular sort of lessons and cosmic wisdoms of the degrees and everything that are being activated with this eclipse, it is also sort of honing in on this sort of message around, you know, having a growth mindset um, and a sort of gratitude for the grit and the gains of overcoming loss, purging, right? And, um, kind of doing away with any attachments, right? And coming into this period of balance and being in touch with your ambition, your integrity, and, you know, achievement, right? Seeing achievement, having your mind set on certain achievements, and being able to see the path towards certain achievements, right? And, you know, because this is the final eclipse in the Taurus and Scorpio series, it is absolutely going to be about um, financial matters and uh, any sort of relationship matters um, being sort of emphasized, maybe even escalating and reaching a boiling point. Um, but Jupiter is in the mix here, right? And Jupiter is essentially conjunct the Taurus moon, which is absolutely bringing a bit of positivity and an ability to find wisdom, you know, inspiration and some, uh, either, you know, sort of like 
resolve and appreciation and even reward for whatever it is that uh, comes up to the surface to be resolved, right? This could absolutely be a time where people are uh, clearing debt, <laughs> where people are um, making long-term plans for travel and relocation. Um, this could absolutely be a time where perhaps uh, people are reaching a sort of threshold in any sort of like academic ventures. I'm thinking about the fact that Jupiter is related to education and uh, Taurus is connected to the Hierophant, which is also related to wisdom and higher education um, and, and mentorship and just higher knowledge in some way, right? Any of these sorts of uh, themes and scenarios could be up for a resolve, but this is definitely a sort of critical threshold in this sort of long, long cycle of cutting ties with the past, right? And coming to terms with, you know, the sort of higher lessons, the rewards, you know, and the gains of having experienced and, and overcome certain losses, right? And um, this could absolutely be a time where because Saturn is in the mix here, the Scorpio Sun, Mercury, and Mars are all going to be conjunct each other and then trining Saturn and Pisces. So if there are any sort of like legal, financial, institutional, bureaucratic matters, this is also a time too where you might find um, some sort of resolve and relief through the help of some sort of like figure, right? Whether it's a judge, whether it is uh, someone who has some sort of like official uh, or, or leadership or title or, or position of authority in you know, that is able to preside in whatever it is that you are resolving, um, you could absolutely find some help, right? Um, and be able to reach a sort of sense of security and um, just stability in your life related to any sort of things that have been happening related to finances related to the law, legal institutions, um, any issues with power and authority figures, any issues with higher education or even travel, relocation, and settling, right? Feeling stable and settling um, and just resolving certain matters, right? 